With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Man there trying to stop Joker getting himself into further trouble. That's not a bad ball for Pelle on the right side. It's Carlos Alberto. And what a great goal that was. Carlos Alberto. Maradona just walked away from Hoddleton. Maradona. Welcome back to the Scoreless Thriller podcast. Um, we're delighted to be joining you today to talk about uh, one of the most heartbreaking moments of my childhood, which has <laughs> molded me into the bitter, angry person that I am today. Um, the 2006 Champions League final between Arsenal and Barcelona. We're delighted to be back, joined again by... I was going to say back by popular demand. Well, demand... <laughs> <laughs> There must Back have, again. <laughs> yeah, there must have been someone. I, I, I don't. I'm not. I don't have access to the email of the scoreless thriller, but I've heard it's, it was. It's been hopping. I've the heard servers. You yeah, know, it's like the server station in in, in Dublin somewhere, and it's like, it's frying. <laughs> <laughs> Give us more, Jack. Uh, yeah, brilliant but, tactical insights. So I just I just like to say that at this moment to say thank you to the fans. Uh, it's without them I wouldn't be here. <laughs> and back again, Colin. Colin was the last. When was the last time you were here? Was it? When you finished last on the Christmas quiz, or was uh, it? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> I do not recall. Uh, yes, I think it was the Christmas quiz. Did you finish last on the Christmas quiz? I think it may have been me, yes. I think I yeah. did. I may have come below Rob. It was an embarrassing moment in my life. It was the highlight of Rob's year was <laughs> that he overtook Colvin. 
Yeah. In the final stretch. In the final stretch, the yes, final stretch. exactly. But um, happy to be here, Colwyn. You are an Arsenal fan, but you weren't an Arsenal fan at this point. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At that age, what was I? Ten or eleven? I think I only had one one team. I supported only Celtic. But I think you know, like all Scots of the modern era, once uh, our league started getting a bit less high quality, we all pick up an English team to kind of. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, actually, oh. how many things have England done for Scotland? <laughs> Should we start talking about that on this yeah, podcast? No, that, that's okay. We can skip that bit. Um, but yeah, so basically I, I moved to uni, sat in my sad little dorm room by myself watching Celtic games and realized that all my pals were out watching Arsenal at the pub. So I became an Arsenal fan. So, but that was in 2013, 2012. So uh, yeah, this was six years before my uh, Arsenal fandom so yeah i'd call you a glory hunter but you, but you're a really bad one i kind of yeah, missed yeah. the whole glory like it's, it's like somebody who became like uh like a barcelona fan like two years ago or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah can't be called a plastic yeah for sure yeah all right good yeah i was gonna say to kind of this like i said before it is one of the i remember watching this when i think i was 11 at the time and it, have you introduced the game yeah arsenal versus barcelona 2006 Champions League final, thanks, Jack. <laughs> I don't know if you did. I did. I don't, I, don't, I don't think you did. But thanks for letting me do it again. And I, I, Glad you're listening. Glad I've had listening. a few, to be fair. Yeah. I'm just going to put this up front. That's a lie, actually. <laughs> yeah. I do remember like being very upset. And when I was thinking about it, I made a list of an unexhaustive list of sporting matches which have made me cry during my <laughs> lifetime. How long is this list? Do you want me to go through the list? Yeah, I do. Has Henri made you cry multiple times? Sir? Has Henri made you cry multiple times? Uh, no, actually, no, that's a good point. No, so <laughs> the first one on the list was the Ireland versus Spain 2002 World Cup penalty shootout when Ireland got uh, knocked out in the last 16 and Gaz Mendieta put the penalty straight down the middle. Mm-hmm. So that was the first. Had a wee cry. Yeah, it was a bit of a cry. I don't think it was very heavy. It was just sort of just like a... Yeah, can we have a... Can we, on, after each of these, can we have a one to ten? Of, of, of ten being this, like, like weeping. Yeah. yeah. Probably about, let's put it on it like a six. Uh, substantial. Bad stubbed toe. Bad, yeah, but a bad one. Then next on the list is uh, an under six football blitz where I was in goal and I let the ball run through my legs and then, and one of my teammates shouted at me and it was very traumatic. <laughs> and I was weep. Uh, okay, that was, is that 10? No, that was not 10, but I was probably about a seven or an eight. Okay. Oh wow! So that's like a teenage heartbreak. Yeah, but you were six. <laughs> I remember going home and being like, "I never want to play football again. Never want to play football again." And how did that work out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Alex, <laughs> just came back for more. If I, if I could say anything to console you, you just shouldn't have made the mistake then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Embarrassing. It was, yeah, it was uh, humiliating. I'm in tears nearly just from. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> great to be here. I'll see you later. I was hoping for a little bit of free therapy, but I'll move on from that one. <laughs> Nothing's free. Um, the next one I have on my list is losing a rugby match 100 nil. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, that was that was my first rugby match. I like that we've gone into sport here. This is good. That was yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's cross cross dimensional. This that was your first rugby match you ever played. Yeah, it was first match in <laughs> secondary school. In secondary school. Yeah. Alex. Yeah. It's like tag rugby. Year seven. 100 nil. Yeah. Were you on your own? <laughs> <laughs> One man. Again. No. 
So I th- and this is low on the crying-o-meter because it was more like I would be embarrassed to cry in front of other people, you know. At welling age. up. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's just like a little bit of welling up and be like... Oh, yeah, turn I, your back. Oh, there's something in my this. eye. Yeah. <laughs> um, next on the list is actually like sort of happy tears, but also kind of just weird ones. So it was like being there when we wanted to see Hobie Cove Quinner win the first league title. <laughs> Did you cry? Yes, but was, I think it was a combination of having way too many pints and it being very, <laughs> yeah. very, very hot and it was just a bad combination. What team is this? The women's team in, in Coup that we go watch sometimes when they won their first league title. To be fair, I saw you at the, the Champions League game. You were uh, you were definitely, if it had gone well, I could have seen you in tears there as well, to be fair. You're quite a emotional Hobby Coup fan. I was a one man, one yeah. man, just... Uh, Singing section. Yeah, was, uh, <laughs> the others were very entertained. I think they would have uh, paid you for your services. The next sporting match... Is this going to be the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> I mean, didn't prepare anything about it, but Arsenal versus Barcelona. Good, I've not studied. Um, the next one is... So, in the film Next Goal Wins, which is a documentary... <laughs> about when American Samoa win the first ever competitive match. Yeah. There's a scene where they, when you know, it's been like these players who like were embarrassed and lost 31-0. And, we, you know, we, we had Nikki Salapu, the goalkeeper, on this podcast. And the scene where they win their first match against Tonga, 2-1. Uh, sometimes when I'm kind of just like bored and hungover, I just sort of like skip to that point in the movie and stick that one on. And it's just like the water work, works are flowing. So it's what just, number is that? This is number five. No, but like on the... On the cryometer. On the cryometer. Probably about... Three or four, just like yeah, to... but it's like happy tears. It's like you know, this is the yeah. this is the peak of the human spirit. You know, mm. what is what is man capable of? So a nine, yeah. If we could, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one was on, uh, yeah, was this match? Was it? Yeah. And what do you reckon? I mean, to be fair, you've done very well to dry your to tears hold off. it together so far. For yeah. the to come so and record far, so far. Yeah, I think this one is. This was probably about seven or an eight. I was just like, most I've ever cried was watching my, I think my 17 year old, he was have been 17 at the time. I, w- I went to see one game of his football, local football team the entire season and they won and it meant that they won the league and I cried my fucking eyes out. Can I swear? I remember this last time. Uh, yes. I cried my absolute <laughs> eyes out. Um, is he writing it down? He's like, oh, Al- yeah. <laughs> Jack, Jack but, swore uh, here, I cut is this there out. An, is there any matches which have made you cry out of sadness though? Hmm. What about when England lost the Euro final? What about when England lost the World Cup semi final? <laughs> what about when England lost all of the games they've lost? <laughs> what about when David Seaman was lobbed by Ronaldinho? Feel like I'm being ambushed. <laughs> I now the reason that, that as before unknown reason as to why the hell I was invited back on after my last performance. What about when the Croatians are uh, not uh, England out at the semi finals of the World Cup? Yeah. Well, what about when Denmark beat? Uh, no, I'm just <laughs> no, I'll have to come back to you on that one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm very stoic, as absolutely no one who has ever met me thinks. But I'm sure there are some. I'll, I'll, I'll think of some and come back to you later in the podcast. I can okay. give you one, Alex. I was also a goalkeeper. Maybe this was under tens. I uh, was the backup. It's no excuse for crying. <laughs> Basically, an adult. Come on. <laughs> I, was, I, I think I was the backup goalkeeper, but our our first choice goalkeeper was also our best striker. So um, that's it's an you know, situation. That's how you know you're uh, under tens. Yeah, valued. Um, and then uh, I played goalkeeper the whole game, and then they were allowed to sub me out to, for the penalties because we went to penalties, and uh, they didn't. I like was begging him. 
but so was the the striker. The striker was also like, I'm way better than him. Put me in said for the penalties. Aww. And I was like, yeah, put him in, put him oh, in. come on, and back yourself. The, Sporting and, psychology. No, I, I didn't care. I wanted, I, I wanted to get it right out of those goals. And then, uh, yeah, let in every single one. But then my team missed every single penalty. So, like, luckily... Well, that's I, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you but, can't yeah, take any blame for that. But uh, it was a rough one. It was a rough one. I think that's the only time I've cried at football. Oh, no, I mean, yeah. I've, I've definitely cried at football. It has... Yeah, it's more often I don't cry at football. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> tears of trying to think. I'll come back to you on the tears of sadness. I'm sure there's a few. Okay. England, I don't really give a shit about, to be honest. Anyway, Jack, what did you think about Arsenal versus Barcelona from the oh, six Champions League final? Initial that- thoughts, reactions, emotions. As a, a Man United fan, as I will be classified, it was great, yeah. Much better game than I thought it was going to be because oh yeah also just for for context i did absolutely no research much to <laughs> alex's chagrin jack, jack i'm, I'm going to cut this bit out <laughs> this is, this is embarrassing. i came in with this like deliberately just deliberately with like no expectations didn't look at the goal i knew vaguely that arsenal scored first spoiler alert but i forgot about the red card i forgot about how late it got into the thing i thought i was thoroughly enjoyed by that uh i thoroughly enjoyed that game I thought it was very entertaining um, and obviously the the, the best the, the right result happened on the day for me, not for the people who are currently wearing Arsenal shirts in this room. <laughs> that would be Alex. That, that would be me. What, <laughs> what about you, Colvin? I don't know. I feel kind of funny. Like I thought I was wondering if my like current loyalties would kind of bleed into the past, but I don't think it affects me that much. I mean, I think I've watched some clips of like Arsenal from before I became a fan and I think like the game against Man U to get the 50 games undefeated I've I felt like past rage I felt the rage in the, like in the past tense and then same with when Van Persie gets sent off for uh for kicking the ball I remember getting outraged at this but this doesn't impact me that much but I think also yeah a bit of spoilers um my favorite player of all time is Henrik Larsson, who has a very important role in... Yeah, he wasn't bad, was he? ...in tearing apart Arsenal towards the end. Well, I guess we'll get there, but like, I think it feels very bittersweet. Like, So, uh, yeah, that's, that was kind of my, uh, my take. But before we get into the match itself, as is tradition... Mm-hmm. Oh, here we, we are. We will uh, move to the quiz. Jack, do you remember you had some less than complimentary, <laughs> complimentary words about the podcast last time you were on? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a fix. Do you want me to remind you of? No, no, it wasn't to do. It wasn't to do with the actual quiz. It was to, something to do with the overall sort of production value. Maybe if I can just remind you. Wow, the production <laughs> levels are just like br- mind blowing. Do you want? Do you want to? Well, I say, I say on there because you won't be able to tell because you have got shitty speakers. Uh, <laughs> got you again. So that the production. It's value. okay when I put it in, in post production. I will put it in the actual. Uh, oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> So, as I can tell from that crystal clear playback. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I've just been very complimentary there. I don't really know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, were, Mine, you, were, you seem to be a little rude about the lack of a quiz jingle. So, I've put some oh, myself to work. So brilliant. Do you, do you want to hear the quiz jingle? Wow, the production <laughs> levels are just like br- mind-blowing. Wow, the production <laughs> levels are just like br- mind-blowing. Wow, the production <laughs> levels are just like mind blowing. I've kept really quiet, but I'll tell you something. He went down in my estimation when he said that. We have not resorted to that. I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. <laughs> <laughs> Louis! Oh, Army! 
if I speak uh, a little bit in trouble. We are in Champions League, man! Dilly din, dilly dong, come on! I deserve the, the, the yellow card because I was rude, but I was rude with an idiot. You don't know the answer to that question, and I think you're, you, you, are, you are an ostrich. <laughs> to score us through a podcast? Quiz! <laughs> Quiz! I love it. Two things. One, bit long. <laughs> uh, and two, I'm just very glad that I continue to push you <laughs> through constructive, sarcastic criticism. Um, so you're welcome, you know, world. <laughs> Brilliant. I hope you appreciate that you've now been immortalized in the, <laughs> in the quiz jingle. Quingle. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. I think the production value on that was mind-blowing, actually. Yeah. <laughs> See you at the next... <laughs> <laughs> the next half an hour intro to the quiz. It's a minute! 20 minutes are you just... In... That's not a jingle! 20 minutes are you are just in funny voices. <laughs> 20 seconds is just you. <laughs> that is... Uh, yeah, great. Love it. All right. Cool. Let's crack on with the main event. So these questions are mostly about Arsenal, but some kind of Barcelona ones thrown in. Oh, no, I wasn't. I didn't actually think to think of any Barcelona research. I only researched Arsenal. It's all up here, mate. Uh, I, don't, I don't need research. I'm still going to wipe the floor with you. I said this last time and I got the floor wiped. But I was, I was wiping the Alex floor. Shields is much, much more uh, knowledgeable he's a machine, than me. He's a machine at this. And, he's, and he can read Alex here like the back of his, back of his hand. All right. Are you done? Can we start? Yeah, we're ready. ready. Alright. Oh, is this recording? (laughs) Question one. What kind of shop did Frank Reichard open up when he retired? A, a fruit and veg shop. B, a lingerie store. C, an Amsterdam cafe. Or D, a pedicure salon. Oh. (laughs) This is what I should have known was coming. (gasps) Do you have any good ideas? Check. Uh, Several. Related to this podcast? (laughs) (laughs) None. (laughs) Do we both have both have answers? Yeah, yeah, got your answers right here. Coleman? Yeah. yeah. Question number two. What item did Cesc Fabregas allegedly throw at Sir Alex Ferguson after the match where United broke Arsenal's unbeaten streak? A. Pizza. B. A copy of the Communist Manifesto. C. A match program. Or D. A banana. Why are you? You should be right. Sorry, Sorry. no. I was just thinking. That's my thinking face. I'm too focused. I'm. You good? Headspace. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm born ready. Question number three: How did Colo Torre mess up his Arsenal trial? A. He got the dates wrong and turned up a week late. B. He was so nervous he threw up on Thierry Henry. C. He injured Arsene Wenger in a training match. Or D, he broke Arsene Wenger's cardinal sin and put two sugars in his tea. Wenger was very strict about diets. To be mm, fair. Yeah, sure. It's on brand. Oh, bit, bit, of, bit of clues coming in. Oops. Oops. Are you ready, Jack? I've been, I've, I've, mate, don't you worry about me. If you, if you think I'm ready, I'm ready. I can't emphasize to you how li- how little I'm thinking about these. If you win, I'll make another. I'll make I'll make you another jiggle. 
I'll make you a jingle too. Just a short one. Can we both win? Apparently, <laughs> apparently there's a there's a time limit on jingles. Okay. Just <laughs> Not allowed to go over twenty seconds. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Give me that for free. <laughs> Write me a song. Question four. <laughs> Question number four. When Frenchman Jules Grimondi joined Ray Parler and the English lads for a drink on a on pre on preseason tour, how many pints did Steve Bold order at the bar when they turned up there? There were five players in total. Uh, the person, the person who gets the closest oh, okay. to the number. So this isn't one go that like they, they went up, or like over the course of the night. No, no, this is the first time. So there's five, five Arsenal players walk into a bar. How many pints does Steve Bold order? And what? And one glass of wine for the Frenchman. <laughs> Can I just say, if the answer to this is five, I'm going to be really annoyed. <laughs> with you. Can you put one? And I just put two. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I see you've quizzed before. <laughs> Are you good? I'm good. I'm good. Question number five. Igor Stepanos, the hapless Latvian centre-back, was signed by Arsenal because of what? A. Ray Parler and Dennis Bergkamp were winding up Martin Keown on the bench talking about how good Stepanos was and Wenger overheard. B. Arsene Wenger thought they were signing his bro- brother, Janis Stepanos. C. In a trial match, he scored a Rabona. Or D, in a preseason friendly, he injured Cesc Fabregas and Arson liked his attitude. Um, I mean, the good news is that all of those answers make me think even less of <laughs> Arsene Wenger as a person. Which whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, didn't realise I was in the room with two people who wanted fucking a World Cup every 30 seconds. <laughs> Get out of my house. You can write E or F. I'll do that. That would spell or out G. something as well. <laughs> Which member of the Arsenal team in the 2006 Champions League final briefly followed Alex on Twitter on his old account? <laughs> Whoa! Alex, you, Alex. The yeah. one and only. The, okay, we're speaking in third person. <laughs> so, which, which, player, which one of the players? Okay. Briefly. A, Ashley Cole. B, Saul Campbell. C, Emmanuel Abue. Or D, Manuel Amunia. Uh, can I find out afterwards why it was brief? And can I guess why? <laughs> I don't think it's particularly interesting why it was brief. Okay, I'll write my guess and, and I'll, I'll say it when we do the answers. Are you happy? Yep, delighted. Question... Jack, standards <laughs> here. Seven, question number seven. Whilst on the phone, Ashley Car- Cole... Sorry, I can't speak properly. Question question number seven. Whilst on the phone, Ashley Cole once heard news that made him nearly crash his car. What was the news? A. His application to join Mars One had been rejected. B. Arsenal had only offered him 65000 a week. C. England manager Fabio Capello informed him that he was needed back for a second training session that afternoon. Or D. Arsene Wenger had just signed Gail Clichy. Dear. All right. Final question. Yep. Eight questions. Yeah. Did I not mention that at the start? You may have. I was too focused. I couldn't. I was, too f- I was laser. F- I was locked in. I yeah. Was 
Obviously, there's eight questions. Obviously, yeah, obviously. Fine, yeah, obviously, every <laughs> quiz, eight questions. Come on, guys. Ridiculous. Uh, okay. Mad Jens got in the heads of Argentinian penalty takers during the 2006 World Cup by doing what? A. Miming the moves to the Macarena when they lined up their kick. B. Trying to make as big a bubble as possible with his bubble gum. C. Repeatedly checking a piece of paper despite none of the Argentinian players being mentioned on the sheet. Or D. Singing Tina Turner to himself as he made his way to the goal. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, that's our quiz for today. Brilliant. Wait, can, Brilliant. You, can you give me one answers quickly again? Which one? Uh, question one. Fruit and veg shop, lingerie store, Amsterdam cafe, or a pedicure salon. Lingerie, what was the first one? Fruit and veg. What is the name for a fruit and veg shop? Grocers. Grocers. Yeah. Green grocers. Green grocers, exactly. Was that, was that part of, do I get a point? <laughs> no. You don't get fucking points. Well, stop, stop, giving me, <laughs> stop giving me fucking answers, then. questions then. If you give me questions, I'm going to answer them right. <laughs> All right. Half a point. I've just write, I've written down half. Jack, do you think it was you did better or worse than last time? Uh, oh, can't have been much worse. Uh, but actually, I do think I did worse. I am completely guessed on every single one of these. <laughs> I also think I knew. Not, I knew. Not. I mean, I, I knew a couple. Yeah, you didn't know what was thrown. No, I, I think I, I will come to it. All right, question number one. What kind of shop did Frank Reichardt open up when he retired? Colbin. Whatever D was. A pedicure salon. Yeah, pedicure salon. I've gone for C, and I've spent most of the quiz trying to come up with a funny name. I, and I just I crossed out C, so... Uh... I can tell you that you're both wrong. It was B, was lingerie, lingerie store. Alex Shields would have got this right. Yeah, <laughs> oh dear. Rickyard's knickers mm, doesn't work in my head. It, in, in my head, it works. Rick, Rick maybe in Dutch. Rickies, 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 Jack, just just thinking. Do you, is there a Premier League manager who you think would do well owning a lingerie store? How long can I think about this, and then can you cut in how long I've been thinking, and then just make it seem like I did it 50, really quickly? Fifteen seconds. Fifteen seconds. Do you have an answer? Do you have someone? I around? would have said Sean Dyche, but not. <laughs> <laughs> not a Premier League manager anymore. Exactly. Uh, that's rough. Uh, Pep- Rogers is Roger. Yeah, Rogers. <laughs> I feel like Rogers is yeah. Rogers could own like an adult store. I feel he's just got that oh, kind of. Oh, like, Eric ten bras. He got. He only has ten bras at any any time in the stop. It's very like upmarket. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Eric ten bras. Eric ten bras. Can, can we can we cut all of that? <laughs> no, I said. What do you want? Do you not want the punchline to your joke? <laughs> go on, or do you want that included? Not at all. Okay, go on then. Go on then. What? Oh, to tell. Well, no, no, I think I was, I, I, I didn't have a correct answer. I was just opening up the floor for discussion. Oh, Eric Ten Bras, I just told you. Brilliant. Off the bat. I came right off the top of my head there. Okay, what was question two again? <laughs> All right. Well, moving on from whatever that was. Um, <laughs> what did Cesc Fabregas throw at Sir Alex Ferguson? You know that. Right, I, I say pizza. Pizza. Correct. Yes. Okay, Pizzagate did come into my head, but then I, I thought Pizzagate is something else, isn't it? No, it is. No, it is. No, pizza there's there's lasagna gate. Lasagna gate is another thing. That's another one. That's when. Uh, the well, I mean, players. we're going to talk that later in the podcast. But I mean, the last day of the season of this season, um, 
Arsenal were behind Spurs to go for fourth and all the Spurs players got food poisoning from a dodgy lasagna and lost their last game of the season to West Ham, allowing Arsenal to overtake them and finish fourth. And there's a, you know, it was obviously Wenger sneaking into the, sneaking sneaking into in, the serving, hotel. Serving the dodgy lasagna. Ah. All right, who did I ask? I asked... You asked me. Jack, what did Colo Torre <laughs> do on his trial? Oh, I th- Please. I think he broke Wenger. <laughs> did Let he? me just get the anecdote. Yeah, he, he definitely did. Yes. He slide tackled little old man Wenger. Great, love it. That doesn't sound like messing up your trial. And obviously he clearly didn't. I needed you to get one of these wrong. I think, okay, fine. I think that was that was basically my lifeline. <laughs> that does it is how a head-to-head quiz tends to work. <laughs> After going in two-footed on both Thierry Henry and Dennis Bergkamp, the defender went in on Wenger himself. A proper tackle took him out, in the words of Ray Parler. Wenger's had to limp off. He's gone to the medical room. Wenger's sitting there with a big ice pack on his ankle, and I felt sorry for Colo. I said, boss, I don't think he meant to kick you like that. And he went, I know he didn't mean it. I like his desire. We'll sign him tomorrow. Okay, so he did, really did not mess up his trial. Actually improved his chances. Jack, you're very, you're very, you're very competitive for somebody who's got one, one correct answer. So yeah, he's far. got two, two. Has he got two? Yeah, because he got Pizzagate. Keep up. I, did, I should get a minus point for talking about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, First, he insults my quote-unquote jingle, and then <laughs> I just spent weeks preparing. Um, all right, next question. How many pints? I said 18. I, oh, okay. I, I feel very silly now. I wrote, I said 203. <laughs> and I was going to, I was in my head, I was like, am I going under or over 200 here? <laughs> 200 pints? Well, what's, why would, what would the point be of this, this quiz? I mean, I hope it's like, I hope it's like 75. These these people are millionaires. What does it mean to them? Yeah, but how many can you have on the table? I don't think you can fit 200 (laughs) pints in a pub. Yeah, but they wouldn't do it necessarily to drink it. They'd do it sort of as a, as a, as a status symbol to impress their friends. These were proper, 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 proper football men. How many pints? Is it like 40 or something? Okay. Is the answer five? I'm walking out. Thirty-five pints. Thirty-five, yeah. Thirty-five pints I'll and a glass that. and a glass of wine for the Frenchman. I'll take I've that. ordered more than thirty-five pints. For five Easy people. peasy. But that's because I'm such a bloke. No, you have not. Carry on. In one go. Thirty-five pints. Uh, no. This is a very weird flex. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird flex. My cirrhosis treatment starts. I think tomorrow. I've uh, ordered two pints at once. I think that's my peak. Not not around. Obviously, <laughs> apart from around. <laughs> Steady. Calm, calm down. All right, uh, Jack, up to you. What did the Latvian get up to? How did he get signed by Arsenal? Uh, I said D, which, as you very well know, is... (laughs) Which answer? Neither of us can remember. Is is injuring Cesc Fabregas. Injuring Cesc Fabregas. I thought that was... In a a pre-season friendly. Yeah. Is that correct? Uh, No, I haven't said what's correct. Okay, because I was just... I was worried. That sounded too much like the Colo Torre thing. So I put C, which was the Rabona. We both wrong. You were both wrong. Correct answer was A. Ray Parler and Dennis Bergkamp <laughs> really? were trying to wind up Martin no King on, on the bench, and and Ray and Ray Parler and they, they were trying to get they were trying to get Martin Keown to bite. So they were going every, every time like Stefan Oss would make a pass and like oh what a player what a pass what a pass and they were trying to get them and Martin Keown didn't bite until <gasps> second half and then uh, Bergkamp said like Stefan Oss made like a terrible pass. It was like oh, what a pass what a player and then Keown got pissed off and jumped up. 
and they started stepping off. Wenger, Wenger is, is, just, is it clearly a, a more... And uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently in the game where, um, where Arsenal lost 6-1 to, to Man United and they were losing 5-0 at halftime and Stepanoff played, um, Dwight York said to Ray Parler, I was like, where did you get that centre-back at halftime was they're going down the tunnel and Ray Parler was like, don't fucking know me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know all too well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. oh, I should have gone for the more outrageous ones. All right, what are the scores so far? Oh, I'm very I've got far behind. Two and a half. No, two. <laughs> I'm well, not having this. Very <laughs> he wants. He wants his win. This is two, two this is the only time I've ever been in the lead. All right. What about the uh, Twitter question? I said Amunia D. I said B Campbell. I believe the correct answer was C Emmanuel Abue. Now, can I guess why you why you lost the follow? I wrote that you DM'd them asking for a pint. DM them asking if they wanted to be quote proper friends or DM them just to give them advice about their technique. That's what I've gone for. A, B or C. No. <laughs> Correct answer was all three in one in very long message, longer than one of Alex's jingles with no punctuation, all capital letters. And the true answer? The, I think the true answer is he, he made a joke and I replied to it and then I think he went to like actually like it but he accidentally followed like followed me and then it was very quickly wow gone that's it you should have led with that, that. Was, that's that your was, claim to fame that was the moment alright why did Ashley Cole almost ca- crash his car uh the money thing uh, I said money yeah that one's a bit obvious yeah Cashley Cashley Cole he wanted 75 K a week, and they were only offering him 65. Absolutely ridiculous. Game's gone. So a certain someone to my right, who is Jack, has to get this next one right. Can still tie. Ooh, the last question. And I don't even remember where it is. It's about Mad Jens. Oh, yeah. That's right. Just left the recording studio for a second. I'm back. Ever the professional, Jack. Let's go. Um, Let's go. All right. What... Did Madians get up to Jack? Uh, can you remind me what C is? Oh yeah, I was checking the piece of paper as a cheat sheet, but there was no none of the Argentinian takers were on the list. I put C, then I rubbed it out and put it B, but I feel like it was probably C. But I have to, I have to stick with B. That's what's on the paper. Correct answer was C. <laughs> yes, I knew it. Game. So there's is there a tie break? No. I knew oh. it. Undefeated in this oh. podcast recording, Colin, you must be gutted. Yeah, you had I, the moment to throw to to get it. You did I say thought, at one point you said you'd never been ahead at that stage. I had never been ahead at that stage, and I put C as well. I just thought like I thought you would like the uh, the Im- like the imagery of a uh, blue and bubble gum or something. Mm. I just thought it would seem more outrageous. Yeah, pressure makes diamonds, and also those weird deep sea fish things. You're, you're, you're talking a big talk for just coming in a draw here. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time you'll win. Yeah. Step well, I'm time. moving We're up, moving aren't I? I feel like our guardian angel, Alex Shields, is looking down on us with disappointment. So there is this story that I was, when I was like looking into this, um, that like, uh, it was some BT thing and Rio Ferdinand was talking about how like uh, Sir Alex Ferguson was like this like a uh, school teacher, you know, that, you know, you'd hear him like just go like shout down the hallway Fernand and then like he'd like sort of follow him like an old like school headmaster and stuff and this is a story before uh, a Newcastle game that they're, like, they're on the t- team bus and 
uh, Ferguson walks along and sort of like slaps Ferdinand on the t- on the head. It's like Bellamy's been talking about you, how he's going to destroy you today. And Ferdinand's like, what, what the fuck, man? I can, I'm a grown adult. Like, don't just slap me on the head. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so then um, and then Ferdinand like has a great game because he's kind of been motivated by this like uh, crazy like uh, schoolmaster and stuff like this. And then they then they go in like the on the panel thing and they ask like. Uh, so Martin Keown, was Arsene Wenger like that? How did he get pe- that people to uh, get motivated? And he's like, yeah, uh, this one time before a game, he, before we arrived at the stadium we, in the team bus, we were just listening to Simply the Best by Tina Turner. <laughs> no, really? <laughs> Arsene Wenger, it's, in this podcast, it's just been revealed as a, it's just a hat. No, no it's not. No, he's a kidding? genius. It's a Come genius on. of positive psychology. Come on. He, he allowed for so much creativity and... Uh... Just uh, free spiritedness, and Tina Turner and Tina Turnerness. Yeah, Tur- Tina turned it up. Also, before I forget it, there was a, another story which I was thinking of earlier about the the Mad Yens thing. So um, apparently, in preseason, so uh, this young uh, Irish uh, goalkeeper was like he was like a youth player, uh, Graham Stack, and they were doing all these sort of like tests for like speed and sort of like press ups and stuff like this. And obviously, like Yens Lehman was like quite an old guy at this stage so they were di- so they did like maybe like a 50 or 100 meter sprint and obviously graham stack is like was like way faster than him and so, so he's like was like um way faster than him and as he's like running so far ahead he sort of like turns around and starts running backwards sort of gets him up him. against the wall and just like don't ever like do that embarrass me again <laughs> Well, he embarrasses himself in this game, doesn't he? Spoiler. Wait, and what a, what a segue. <laughs> yeah, so a segue into the Champions League final. So Arsenal's route to the Champions League final is insane because they go, I mean, they don't concede a goal in all the knockout rounds. And also, so the, the last time they conceded a goal was match day two. And, and they played also like a lot of that season without Ashley Cole. So they had Flamini playing left back and this kind of makeshift defence. And also, which is kind of remarkable is that season is there was it was going quite badly for them. Like I remember, it was the the last season at Highbury. They were outside the top four. Mm-hmm. Basically, that kind of like Invincibles team had gone. At this like was being broken up. Like Vieira had left, but then you have this great great game in like in the quarterfinals where Fabregas like for one of the goals against Juventus, Fabregas like nips in and gets the ball off. Vieira runs away and scores, and then also in the last sixteen like. Uh, Henri scoring that goal against uh, against Real Madrid, yeah. which is which is insane and so good. And then, um, but yeah, like I said, like we didn't have really a very good season, but in, somehow in Europe they were kind of putting it together. Yeah, well, I remember Liverpool had one like that when they won it. I think didn't they? They sort of finished mid table under Benitez. The Benitez. season before, I think the was season it? before was it? when they got to the final when they won that in Istanbul, they actually yeah. finished fifth. To be fair, I think that Benitez would be a pretty funny person to own a lingerie store benitez 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 i just think he looks like he's the most likely to <laughs> <laughs> little goatee little goatee <laughs> i don't know uh, anyways no I <laughs> no and then like on the other i guess for barcelona like they in the in the early 2000s the club had kind of been a bit of a disaster mm-hmm. And um, Frank Reichardt came in as the coach with like very bad, like not much like uh, pedigree at all. 
and he was actually on his way to become coach of the Dutch Antilles before he got the call to become Barcelona coach. Step down, really, innit? Yeah, step down. <laughs> should, should head off to the Caribbean. Yeah. Has there ever been a more, like, yeah, in terms of the list of managers who've won a Champions League? Yeah. I mean, he's done. I mean, we looked it up at the, during the game. He's His last job was... Saudi Arabia. Was like in 2013, Saudi yeah. Arabia, 2013. Has there ever been a... Manager? I mean, Roberto Di Matteo at Chelsea, I think is oh. the obvious Oh, one. yeah. But then there was a whole thing about whether John Terry was basically managing the team. He was sort of in there as interim coach. But yeah, and I'm sure there's... Like, among like modern managers, there's like, yeah, Frank Reichardt was... But it's actually quite remarkable because Frank Reichardt, like, he did quite a good job at um, Barcelona. Like, he brought in sort of Deco, brought in Ronaldinho and sort of changed the team and also, like, brought through a lot of the, the newer sort of, like, Messi came through in him, Iniesta. But then outside of the job at... at um, outside of the job at Barcelona, he didn't really do anything. Huh? Got his moment Socio. in syndrome. Yeah. So then moving on to the game itself, I think like, yes. like Arsenal starts on fire. They should have scored. Henri has a big chance after two minutes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's too early to go into a contra- into into hot takes. Hot take. Oh, I need a jingle. <laughs> need a jingle for hot takes. I'll set you up. I think we both get a jingle for that draw. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll set you up for your jingle for hot takes. You haven't got a hot takes jingle. <laughs> I will save my hot take. I'm going to save it for a little bit later. Yeah, the Omri one. It was a decent save from Valdez, but... But he does so well. Yeah. He does well to win it. It's like, kind of a, it's kind of like get, a toe poke yeah, to bring it down. Low cross, he sort of gets a touch right in front of Marquez, I think. And then, but the shot is just, yeah, it is. it is like very easy for... For Valdez to say that was straight. It was straight at him. He rushed out really well, um, but that's sort of what keepers are meant to do. Spoiler alert for the first goal, uh, first Barcelona goal. Uh, yeah, it was a good touch from Monri. But the first half Arsenal are pretty not, like first like twenty minutes up until the incident. Yeah, I'd say it sort of evened itself out. Arsenal did yeah, start really well, first and, 10 and done well. But then I think the game had gotten into a rhythm, and I think that Barcelona had it under control um, when obviously. 20 minutes. Yeah. I mean, game. with absolutely insanely really good ball by Ronaldinho. Yeah. Which sets Edu through. And Edu is just like so fast. And then Lehman. I mean, can you blame Lehman for the right card? I mean, because he does come kind of like screaming out of the goal and he's never going to get there first. He does leave the, the hand like hanging a bit. Like there was, I think he's like totally missed it in such a obvious way that yeah it's hard he's going fast yeah, but he's nowhere is. near it the and whole he leaves thing the happens hand. so fast I, and then... I think you're both being incredibly kind it was a stupid <laughs> stupid <laughs> stupid bit of goalkeeping ah. he grabs his ankle yeah he wraps yeah. his hand around mm, yeah. the guy's yeah, ankle no, I, but I think okay. i think i think he know uh, yeah <laughs> you see the game you want to see that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah sorry is the only person who can see this wasn't even a panel what are the I think it makes sense to come out for it at that point. I think it's worth the risk. It's just like not the like. I mean, less record. Clearly, thing. clearly wasn't. It was clearly a complete and utter yeah. error. But I think I he think definitely would have conceded yeah. the. Yeah, that's what I'm just saying. Like, if you don't yeah. do the foul, it's worth like coming out then because you're almost certainly going to concede it afterwards. Because sure. sure, I mean, it's interesting that 
What did you think of the what actually happened? So basically, the ball went into the back of the net, and then I thought it was odd because I think I have seen incidents like that and then before. The referee didn't give the goal where the, where the ref is just sort of played on and they've just given the goal. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then but may, and then maybe I think they're in the rules that like maybe like you can bring down the red card to like a yellow or something. But like, yeah, well, maybe that's got a new rule. Maybe the referee must have blown. But also, but the, must right, have right blown now with the rules, are you don't have the double jeopardy, jeopardy. But even like even with the modern rules where. If it had been in the box, then he wouldn't be red carded because you don't get the double penalty. But outside the box, you would still, yeah, because that's not double yeah. jeopardy. But yeah, I would be very interested to, to hear the rationale behind it, right? Because it's like, we kind of talked about it, how if you're Barcelona in that moment, I think me and Alex both thought that you probably would, like, considering the way the game pans out, they don't score for a long time afterwards. But I think at that time, you probably would take the red card over the, uh, over the goal. I think I would. I would always want the goal. Yeah. Goals yeah. are goals are the most important True. thing in football, yeah. but more important than the red card. It changes the dynamic of a game. How many times have you seen like squirty little one nil yeah. wins? Yeah. Which, to be fair, very nearly happened. In yeah. Then, yeah. To be fair, I mean, if That's you true. ask Arsenal after seventy five minutes, whatever it is, yeah. and like winning one nil, they they would have yeah. been happy. Winning one nil, actually giving away. Getting quite regular chances because Barcelona would just start panicking. So they just like, bring on. They literally. I mean, we'll get into it, but they yeah. literally just bring yeah. on all the forwards. So <laughs> they're like, yeah. no. Yeah. But yeah. So and then so the and also then after that, sorry, I've got on my notes on my phone. You were saying that Perez Perez did not look happy. Would you? Would you? So, have, would Would you have taken Perez? Yeah, Perez off, got like, taken off for, for, Almunia. for Almunia. Yeah, he looked raging. But the thing is, but uh, who else would you take off? Sense to yeah. take him off because. He was kind of getting on a bit in this age at, at this stage, and what you do see in this game is like Kleb and Lundberg are, well, especially Lundberg, are unbelievable. Like I think Lundberg is like yeah, full just of energy. insane energy and speed. But um, yeah, so I'll just see what like like because obviously Perez is very pissed off that he gets taken off and pissed off Perez. <laughs> Pop. But would he? Who would he be annoyed at? I think he'd be. I think he'd look around the pitch and he'd Probably go. Annoyed, annoyed. Why are you leaving a nineteen-year-old on the pitch and not me, Fabregas? Yeah, but but, Fabregas was. But he, I know, I know, Fabregas is amazing. But like, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I maybe anyway. just. I'm just gonna see. Read what. Um, maybe what, he was just angry with Jens. <laughs> yeah. <probably. laughs> no, he was angry with Wenger though. He, he was says, angry with Wenger. Yeah, yeah, he says, uh, like, this is a like more recent interview. He says, um, at no point did I think I'd be the one coming off. I didn't even look at Arson. For me, he was gonna take off. Kleb or my friend Fabregas because I could help an attack and I have that very good technical relationship with Henri. It's not arrogance. So I'm there, calm, super confident, and Titi tells me I'm the one coming off. What? And I see the number seven on the board. It's awful. I pass in front of the manager. We don't look at each other. I go sit down, very annoyed. I went for I I wait for it to calm down and then I tell myself what I want is for us is to win. Two days after when I told him I was leaving, basically it triggered my exit. Whoa, sorry, that's confirmed. Wow. I mean, you, yeah. where did he I, go I again? Just, I forget. He, he went to Villarreal next. Yeah, yeah. I I, I see his point. I, I I mean, like it, the pinnacle of your yeah. life. I think also, I think it's also different because he's kind of was like getting on in years, right? So you know, he's yeah. probably not going to get the but, opportunity but, to play in a Champions League final. Like, yeah, I could see why you'd want to take off Fabregas. He's like he's nineteen. He's he's amazing. He'll he'll get his chance later. Maybe Perez has said that thing about the Henri link-up because... She's trying to justify in retrospect, it. In retrospect, and this is, this is my hot take, if you could just insert the hot take jingle now. I think, I think I might be getting a bit bored of it now because I've heard it twice. <laughs> so also, Henri it's two minutes long. 
we're entering into our three of the podcast now. Um, Omri had an absolute shocker. Oh, this is hard take. An appalling, appalling game. And Perez is clearly gone, well, in retrospect, what suits my argument here? I could have linked up with Omri. I could have made him better. Having said that, Omri did have... Uh, the reason that Omri had such a terrible game, not to finish my hot take, it's very spicy, just stand back. Uh, the reason that Omri has such a bad game is that he did have a lot of chances to get the sh- get shots on target and to get goals. I think he probably did have enough link-up play. So Perez is wrong. Omri was terrible in that game. And Omri is my favourite non-Man United player in, ever in the Premier League. I don't think he was that bad. I don't think Henri was terrible, though. He was he, there's, there's two big chances which you should have scored. Well, he should have scored one of them. But, I mean, he was still causing Barcelona absolute. Like, True. so much he was on his own for so long. Like, up front on his own. No one near him for ages. And he was still terrorising them at moments. At moments. But the, the one time that he terrorised them the most was in the second half. Arsenal 1-0 up. He nutmegs per, uh, Puyol and then he goes past someone else. And then just a very, very tame shot. And the thing is, is that he was so tired at the, for the second half of that game that he was completely ineffectual. And when he did get the chance, and admit, I'll give you that, he got lots of, lots, lots of time on the ball and he did get himself into the positions. But also, as we sort of said, Barcelona were throwing players forward, weren't really in, very organised in defence or very structured in defence. But there was kind of this idea at the time that Henri was kind of a little bit of, which I don't think is true, but it was kind of like one of the kind of narrative things where he was kind of a flat track bully and that he didn't do it in the, in the big games. But I mean, he did. Well, okay, so let's go through the, the two big ones that he lost. So we talked about it in the second minute. Yeah. I mean, a, a good touch. Yeah. But he makes that chance himself, though. Yeah, it's not like he squanders something like that's on a plate. The, for sec- him. the second one is it's not like It's not on him. a plate. Yeah. You can you can do it. You can make your chance to get an open goal and then miss the yes. open goal, and then that's still but a bad I, miss. And I would it, say for the second one, I think you sometimes see those ones go in because sometimes players go for those like yeah. shots right by. The yeah, because it's hardest to get. Because if the keeper doesn't get down in time, then it just yeah. slots between their like elbow and their yeah. hip, right? So, yeah. but it was but a little bit tame f- for that. It was so tame, and I, th- I think you could hear it in the commentary that the, the the cadence of the commentary was going into the sort of he, he uh, Clive Tilsey went into oh I'm going to do my bit of commentary where Henri's about to score yeah. when he's in that position yeah. it's like oh and here's Henri oh, <laughs> he's just side footed the ball very yeah, gently into Victor Valdez yeah it's not as if Valdez has had to do a brilliant save or anything Done no nothing. that's true 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 um yeah Colvin, what do you think about the vicious foul which took out Abue and which <laughs> led to uh, Arsenal's first goal? So yeah, only goal. I would say before that, I would like to compliment a different tackle, which was uh, Ashley Cole had a lovely tackle in the eighth minute. I thought Ashley Cole had a great game. Ashley Cole was very, very good. He just he, he took some good. risky, risky sliding tackles, and they all paid off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, but yeah, he was probably the best Arsenal defender. I think. Yeah, I would say so. Oh yeah, I mean it was they all played well. The Arsenal. Fans. I would say they played their part. Ardira Bouye got absolutely decimated on his way in yeah. towards the penalty box, and uh, it was an outrage. And it's a miracle that his career could. But <laughs> <laughs> that, that wind in Saint Denis uh, is really I, I, strong. It I definitely, I definitely over. think there's this thing because I, I remember it was kind of like David Luiz obviously did do. Like when he played for Arsenal, Chelsea did do kind of stupid things. Yeah. But I think there is yes. kind of the thing that, like, same as Poyal, it's like the big hair makes him 
more visible. Yeah. yeah. And just like, I feel like the referee just sort of saw Poyel coming. Oh, he's been, he's come over there a bit fast. He's probably yeah, taken him out. You know, yeah. Flaying all there looks a bit unlike un, un, uncontrolled. Yeah, I know what you mean. And put, yeah, but I mean, it was a, yeah, an incredible dive. And the commentators didn't even pick it up at the time. They had to, it was the ITV halftime show. The commentators at the time were just sort of like, Oh, and Poyle's coming a bit strongly. It's like, missed him by about two minutes. <laughs> Do you agree that if that if VAR was at this game, it wouldn't have been come into effect because there was no... Yeah, no, no. no, yeah, no, no they, yeah, they wouldn't do have done it for that. So, But I was just thinking that maybe, you know, during this period, because you know there's no VAR, like you can get away with more things, but I guess in that context, it wouldn't have mattered anyways. But I'd, I'd say also, if, on the subject of Abu and VAR, uh, if VAR had been in effect in this game, a buoy would have been set yeah, off twice. There was a very high boot. There was a there was a tackle, yeah, really high boot straight after the red cards. So the referee wasn't going to give another red yeah. card. Yeah. Went up into the groin of the player when they were both just standing still, and then he had a two footed lunge at someone or other, Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah later on. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Sorry. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the greatest goal in football, <laughs> greatest header. Mm-hmm. What a header! Yeah, so Campbell. Incredible. How he managed to rise up above that five foot three <laughs> Barcelona player who was four feet behind there were, him. There were four players around him. He made plenty of space. But He's a giant. Made a of giant of football. Made a granite. You are blinded by your faith. It was a. It was a. I mean, yeah, it was a powerful. There were completely unmarked. Yeah, but that's that's. You made the space. Like, what are you going to say? Like, there there was four of them that could have marked him, and none of them did. It was also a great ball by Henri, who I thought. Was <laughs> Wait, hot take. Hot take. Uh, hot, take uh, hot take rescinded. No, a tepid take. <laughs> so that's them. They've they've pulled into the one nil. Uh, yeah. A man down. Exactly, and then yeah. you think, okay, well, they just have to like now. Okay, now they have something to defend at least. But I think before halftime, Almunia, who is probably going to be the villain of the piece later on, he actually makes yeah. a really good save. A great save from uh, Etu tipping it onto the post. No right to make that. Complete reflex. Stuck out his right hand. No uh, right. Everyone missed it. Everyone missed it. Just flicked it over. Hit the bar. Unbelievable save. No right to make that. But as I say, brilliant. Do you have anything else you want to say about the first half? Uh, yes. Colvin, yeah, it was just that uh, Jens Lehmann was. They said it was he was the first man to be sent off in a European final. I thought that was a pretty damning uh, situation nobody wants to have that but record that's the thing right finals are usually quite cagey and you don't usually uh, yeah. go a bit crazy so um i guess it makes sense but on you go jack um, i was i was gonna say just all linking back to the soul campbell goal um why are you running back after the I celebration pumped. Uh, i guess get yeah. fucking at them again yeah, but you're good down to ten <laughs> men. They 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 could have they could have taken that out for about four, three minutes. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I think like right after the goal, I think Ebue goes down under a quite innocuous challenge, and he's there. He's he's got the, he's a master of the, the dark arts there. Probably in time wasting tactic. And also the other thing, um, which is probably the most important take of this podcast: great shirts. Oh, it's so iconic. Uh, apps uh, probably. I'd say this this fixture. I was noticing in the first half. This might be the best. Uh, sport shirt fix, uh, sport shirt fixture of all time. Oh. Yellow versus the. I think that classic. I mean, that Arsenal in terms of iconicness, that or iconicity as it's not called, the Arsenal away kit, two thousand six, the yellow with the central Arsenal bag, uh, um, badge, and then just obviously the Barcelona kit with just before they had Qatar yeah. over it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 
that those that is i mean that's good that's good good aesthetic i would argue although it wouldn't work for this game i'd argue that burgundy kit of arsenal from the same year was an even more iconic kit i don't know but i agree the yellow one is lovely i don't think it's more iconic than the barcelona home kit no no, not the Barcelona home kit. No, I just mean like between the Ars- like the yellow Arsenal and the Burgundy Arsenal. I think yeah, like yeah, yeah. you see the Burgundy one uh, re-emerge among yeah. like vintage yeah, 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 fans yeah. wearing well, it more often. You see the yellow You do, one. you do. But yeah, I agree. Lovely kiss. Hot, hot, hot <laughs> fashion takes. All right. So then in the second half, um, El Milson goes off because he's injured. So they bring on Iniesta. Not bad. Not bad sub. Don't know what happened to him. <laughs> also Xavi was on the bench he didn't even get on really? yeah how really old? how old? he's 42 <laughs> oh brilliant right also who, who got left on the Arsenal bench like can you tell me can you tell me the bench alright I can tell you the Arsenal substitutes who were unused were Philippe Sendros yeah Gail Clichy Dennis Bergkamp oh they needed the Iceman and Robin yeah. Van Persie was, was what, yeah exactly Van I was just I just remembered because I was like I saw him at the beginning I'm like did they not like, when they went the second goal down, were they already out of all their subs? I can't remember. Well, they bring on Reyes. When they go 2-1 okay, down, they, they go bring, bring on Reyes. Reyes. Okay. Well, they also made another sub, if we're going to talk about subs. Uh, there was also another sub at 1-0. Um, it was... Sorry. You'll Is this it. the 61st minute 61st for Larson? 74th minute sub. What happened there? Who, who took Fabregas goes off for Flamini. Fabregas goes off for Flamini. And at the Do you t- think this will change the game, actually? Okay. Fabregas going off. I was going to say this, right? At the time, at the time, you're watching yeah. it. So, so it's, a, it's an Arsenal corner. And this has come at the very, this has come at the end of a, like an incredible bit of Arsenal pressure. I wrote, I wrote some of it down. I was like, 63 minutes. There was, um, uh, the, uh, um, Ronaldinho gave away a foul right at the edge of the area, which could have been a penalty and the referee gave it the other way. Then Ronaldinho had a miss kick. And then, uh, Arsenal had a couple of counters. I think this is when Henri had the miss. It was a good save yeah, from Valdez. The, Valdez. For Henry, the big yeah. one. Yeah, this one that we were talking about earlier, the scuff. scuff. And then, then Henri wins a corner in the 74th minute. Fabregas gets taken off. Henri, camera cuts to him. He's crouched over the ball. He's, gasping he's, he's, for he's, air. He's, 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 he is not able to goosed. run. Yeah. He is goosed. He's, he's, but you he's can, missed you that can terrible take shot. Off. Yes, you <laughs> can. It is the Champions League final. You are paid to make that decision. If you've got a player, you caught, you got your captain, who is lying on the floor practically, unable to stand, let alone walk, excuse me. If you've got your players to be able to do that, if you are Arsenal Wenger, the hack that is Arsenal Wenger, you do take <laughs> That's not a hot take. That's a cold take. You're not cold calling take. Arsenal Wenger a hack. I, but I, just have. I do agree. I agree that... Decision. Taking off Fabregas, a 19-year-old, he could run Henry for should have, been, should have been taken off. No, he can't take off Henri. He's your best player. He was dead. But yeah, he was you, in that moment, gassed. in that moment, but after that, he goes again. He still... He does. He, he just doesn't get any anywhere near the ball. Okay, well, what happens a minute later after these subs? These brilliant subs by the genius mind that is Arsenal Wenger. I would like to talk about a different sub. <laughs> The wonderful oh, yeah. <laughs> one and only Henrik Larsson comes on at the what the sixty first minute. Sixty first minute, yeah. Beautiful. He's not got his lovely dreads anymore. And I can tell you, I think the first the first, <laughs> the first FIFA game I think I ever had, I think it was two thousand and three or maybe four. And my character, because you you could design your own player, right? My guy was yeah. a, a probably like a six foot seven striker called Colby McPhail. And he had he had very suspicious blonde dreadlocks because like he was trying I was just trying to wouldn't get away with that today I wouldn't get away with that no. today I was gonna say it was my cultural appropriation moment yeah. but it was yeah. really 
but he was uh and i put him in the arsenal teams to go uh up front with larson and they were an incredible pairing but dynamic dreadlock duo. at this point he's uh shed the dreadlocks for uh yeah for that shiny dome all the better for it all the better for it yeah beautiful man yeah, I mean, so he comes on, and then their their first goal, which is on 77? 76, I think. Was 76, 76? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the ball, I don't know, I think it's Ronaldinho plays it into him. Yeah. And then he has this very, like, perfect touch just around the corner. Yeah. In behind a buoy. Marginally offside. Marginally offside. VAR would have got that. VAR wouldn't have got it. It's, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Not to be shit on VAR, like... We, it, it would have, it but would, would have English happened. VAR have got it? <laughs> English VAR would have got it. No. We would have sat there for twenty <laughs> minutes and you're like, uh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it also, I was also interested. It took them ten minutes to like put it on the screen after. Like they didn't, they didn't show it on it. And I feel like ah, it's these, like TV. these, I feel like these days, even if there wasn't VAR, they'd be showing it instantly because of the controversy of it. Because they would just be like, all right, that's it. Like they will go absolutely mental. Let's get I, it on I think, now. I think you just but, assume that he must be on site because he kind yeah. of comes from deeper, and then yeah. So when you look but at it was it, a yeah. lovely, lovely. Uh, but actually, was it lovely? Well, what, are, what are the thoughts on the goalkeeping? <laughs> I think I would say it was. Uh, you know, you get beaten near post. He does this. But that's just such a cliche, though. That doesn't. No, okay, but the the thing that is bad is when you see it from the replay because the camera's behind him, and you see him kind of put his weight on his yeah no I think his left you... foot and he kind of loses it and then he tries to lean back on his right and then that's that's like and he puts he puts a hand on the ground he puts his hand on the ground. That's bad. yeah. He's that he's lost really his foot. If you're if you're yeah if you're he's really low to the ground. He's collapsed in on himself, and and it was interesting thinking about you know we talked about that Valdez save in the second yeah. minute. Yeah. Valdez, it's like big. He's he's, he's yeah. commanding he's the situation. He's just there, and it's just uh, Omri does hit it straight into him. But if that had happened, if if Almunia or uh, more, more to the point, if Lehman had been there, you rec- both yeah. of you reckon that, that. I mean, you you can't say whether it's a goal, but I think in that situation, Lehman dominates the situation right he's like yeah he's not he doesn't shirt you know i feel like maybe the moment was like like too big for armonia in some ways that he's just like yeah 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 yeah. and then i mean once they score the goal you kind of know okay like the the whole it's a pressure drop in the stadium and they can't yeah yeah yeah. i mean like the arsenal heads are completely gone and i think like even on the commentary they're trying to like even build them up slightly it's like oh if they can survive until until full time and then like maybe go to extra time i think also if the goal had been like right at the end of like just before full time, then you can be like, okay, let's get to full time. Let's regroup for extra time or something like this. But like you concede and it's like, okay, there's still like 13, 14, 15 minutes left in. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's rough. It was, it was it, uh, that, I mean, yeah, the game was gone by that point, I reckon. And then, so for the second goal, Larson, which I think is probably, a, which is the better assist probably. I think what's impressive is Larson gets that ball a bit lun- like he lunges out with his- it's on the right hand side i think the- it looks like the pass is going past him but he like he just gets to it and then quite quickly turns and passes it back into the box and it's a nice i think it's lovely yeah i think that first i mean i think the first one technically because you know the first one he really opens up his body it has to be so yeah. precise with so the touch perfect. just so perfect and the other one yeah. i think you can kind of you talk you said earlier about the arsenal players heads going down they're a bit more static than they have been in the yeah. entire game. Yeah, there are. And they've just, there's so much space. Belotti. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. There was more, there was space. Belotti. His only goal for Barcelona. Oh, what a fact. Was it? And, it, and, and, wasn't a goal. Own goal. As no one on the internet agrees with me. <laughs> yeah. We've had a long debate with Jack about whether the 
So basically... To see if anyone agreed with you. <laughs> I googled Belletti Champions League and I put in quotes own goal so that a search had to come up if there was not a single soul that I could find had gone, you know that was an own goal, despite the fact that it was clearly an own goal by Armonia. Do you feel like you've got some forbidden knowledge now or do you feel like... No, I just looked at the YouTube video, slowed it down to 0.25 playback speed and showed you both. Colvin, I think I got you, didn't I? I think you... Colvin's just being polite. <laughs> <laughs> I think I see why you think that, but like it's hard to say from that angle. I see if I was an idiot, like how I could <laughs> I've think had that. that I've had that response in like arguments with my wife where she's trying to trying to be diplomatic. I, I see why you, you think <laughs> that you're right, but let me just tell you, you're absolutely not. I think, yeah. It it's it does go what where does it hit Armenia? It's like the, it's the in, inside, in, of, inside the of his um, whatever. It is. Yeah, it's close, like not, close to the gonads. Yeah. It's not it's not a good save, and it's not. I mean, a it's not a save, is it? I, 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 I'm more sympathetic to him on this one in some ways, though, because I feel like it's just kind of unlucky. Mm-hmm. Like n- I feel like nine out of ten time it maybe hits him on like somewhere else on the leg and then just bounces out. Yeah, but like I'd say ninety nine out of a hundred times, someone shooting from that angle anyone shooting from that angle i mean the only time i've ever seen anyone score from like that angle and you go fair fucks was i think drogba hit one against like liverpool in like 2007 or something and it just he hit it like postage stamp top corner and like hit it like at 300 miles an hour not a right back scoring their first and only goal for their club and sort of dribbling it through how the would you feel if volvox conceded that goal i would uh i'd I'd start a campaign to get rid of our keeper <laughs> i wonder who the keeper would be <laughs> Um, yeah, and I mean, so that goal goes in. And Great celebration as well from Belletti. Just, just crumples. Uh, to the they're all, ground. they're all there. I hate them. Um, yeah, they're all having so much fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> little, little Alex Peters was not having fun. <laughs> Close to tears. At this Who thing. are you watching it with? Remember, just myself. Just yourself. Me, oh, myself, wow. and I. Oh. My parents. My parents had some church meeting but i kicked them out of the living room to watch the game and they had to go in the other room <laughs> lovely love that yeah and then my mom came in and asked me why i was crying i was like can't you see the last <laughs> and they were like i know someone might help and just places a bible in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> this will see you through son this will see you. <laughs> okay and what's left there's a big meaty colo torre tackle there's, At the end, there's well, some... I'd say a characteristic of the game <laughs> some... is there are some huge tackles going off both sides, double footed, like shameless double footed as yeah, well. Like yeah. nowadays, if you go, you know, you have action replays, oh, was it double footed? Was it? There's massive tackles. They just fully go. Ibuwe and Campbell had a couple throughout the yeah. game. Yeah. And Henri also had one that was like a good yep. six inch, like it's a sliding tackle. It's like his foot's a good six big, inches big, off the ground. Like... Big tackles. And then, and then a nice, lovely tactical f- yellow card for Larson, and that finishes off. No? Yeah, there's no, I mean, there's not even, I don't think Arsenal even get like close. Like sometimes you always say, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll get, get one, one chance, more, they'll yeah. get one yeah. chance. Which they don't even get close enough yeah. to create a chance or anything. Yeah. And um, that's that. And that's that, yeah. I think the only thing I didn't say about the game, and I said a lot, <laughs> was um, uh, I don't, even though I don't think he had a very good game. Are you trying to rein in your... No, no, hot take, hot take. Henri's Henri's gone. Henri's had a terrible game. We've all agreed. Uh, (laughs) He's not coming back. He's called called Wenger a fraud. Henri, I don't know, had a terrible game. No, no, no. Wenger's a fraud, a hack 
throughout, he, this game has proven that he's a hack. Omri just had one dodgy game and is an incredible footballer okay. and probably one of the best footballers, if not the best footballer to ever play in the Premier League, but had a terrible game. Yeah. Um, so where were you going with this? I'm going that I said Ronaldinho didn't have a particularly good game, but it was amazing mm. to watch him. Every time yeah. he got yeah. the ball, it was just like, oh, I remember the feeling you got when you just the excitement you're just like oh, on the edge of the elect- but he doesn't have a great I think I think there's a little bit of him trying to want to do it on the stage to, to, trying to do too much right yeah, like, yeah, yeah. they're losing the game right and he's just like I think yeah. at one point he has like a kind of wild shot which goes like 20 yards wide yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. and he has a big miss kick it a couple of times and the commentators are loving it but like even, <laughs> just even just his little things and it just it just his passes and the way that he would attack players and his hairs bouncing all over the place it just took me right back to sort of like that period when you were like you know yeah joy yeah like as a child just watching this guy is just like not of this planet it's amazing i mean you can see the impact now still like you've got rafinha who just signed for barcelona i think like that kind of players like ronaldinho made barcelona huge yeah neymar made barcelona huge in south america and like you still see that like there's still guys who it's their dream to play for the team that you know they saw ronaldinho play for yeah And just play in that certain way. And just say that played a beautiful football. He was just incredible. Yeah. But for all that, it was Henrik Larsson who all that phrase, oh. decided... It made the game. Substitutes in the Champions League final. Who would have thought it, eh? I think he would have taken a, a tasty goal against Rangers over those two assists any day, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> we got him on the pod yeah, next week. So <laughs> on a dark, dreary month. Uh, which we more Sunday. on your eighth <laughs> Scottish Cup or the <laughs> Champions League. Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess the big question, what would have happened differently if Arsenal had won that game? Um, they would have had a Champions League trophy. <laughs> well, that thanks. would have been very different. Yeah. Thanks, thanks. But do you think the sort In of... Real no, just to say, because you haven't had... You haven't, Arsenal haven't had any, a Champions League. You know, you know that, right? <laughs> have you got... Do you want to look it up? Let's, let's... Can you mute him? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from this idiot to my left. <laughs> but this was, this was the last season of Highbury, right? Yeah, it was. I feel like... Yeah, I think it would have just made that like uh, process of the stadium change much easier. But like, I feel like over just the problem was over the next few years they just kept losing so many players. Like Henri yeah. signs a contract and stays for one more season, then he leaves. Yeah, Cleb leaves later on. I mean, a few years later, you have Fabregas leaving. It's just yeah, yeah. They can't really repl- keep replacing all these players all the time. I guess it also sent Barcelona on that positive trajectory as yeah, well, right? Absolutely. That was uh that was the making of like. Barcelona up until oh, two years ago, I guess. It's funny as well. You think about it. Messi was in the squad, injured. Yeah. Uh, so this was, yeah, this presumably was the start of. They, yeah, they must have won two in the next. Well, they were yeah, oh eight, and then uh, uh, both against United, wasn't it? Was it? Do you remember those? Ones? Oh, no, I remember those games, Jack. Yeah, I do. Actually. <laughs> uh, but I also remember the uh, two Champions League finals wins that I've seen in my lifetime. So. <sighs> I guess next pod will be a tragic Man U loss, won't it? Like. Oh, you're gonna have a yeah, well, what? How will you pay? <laughs> just, <laughs> just pick a random one. <laughs> just watch all of them. One of them from last season. Just uh, like, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think he would have seen a, you know, maybe maybe Arsenal would be a bit more well established now and not be. It is uh, interesting. It's it's an interesting. Uh, they, they use it in American sports all the time. Podcast sliding doors moments. Oh, it is. Um, it definitely it's, is. I think. It's, yeah. It's, there's a. Yeah, it does seem to like joking aside. There is a big drop off in 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 expectations. Because you have, has there been any, there's been no, no real, was there anything you did in the Champions League after uh, that? They got to the semi-final, I think, a couple of seasons later and then lost to United. Oh, yeah, you got trashed by United. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, I'm not having a go. I'm just saying it was it was an absolute battering. Ronaldo scored that like 50 yard free kick yeah, against like Almunia again. again Almunia. It? It's fucking Almunia, mate. Just kept no, it. I know. He, he wasn't good enough, Almunia. But he was a nice guy. So oh, well, then, yeah, there you go. Yeah, nice guys. Yeah. Nice guy. Finished last. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think I think for Arsenal, probably, I'm not sure even if it would have made that much difference because they still just had that new stadium debt to repay back when debt still meant something yeah and and you still had the kind of rise of chelsea and yeah then later on city which i mean just kind of pushed them further down the sure yeah down the um, down the totem pole yeah it would have been so but yeah then it, it almost makes it worse then it could have been at least just something to sort of like hang your hat on and be like, well, well yeah, at least... Oh, yeah, Wenger, Wenger's never won, never won the, the Champions League. I mean... Because he's a hack. I mean, there's been plenty of uh, FA Cups and whatnot since then. It's, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, good, I mean... A couple of community shields in there as well. Yeah. Did you know Arsenal, with this defeat, became the first English club and third overall to have been a runner-up in all three major European competitions? Wow. wow. Champions League, UEFA Cup, and the Cup Winners Cup. They've also been running up in uh, the modern Europa League as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. So you've just updated that statistic. Yeah, but right? yeah. UEFA Cup Europa League. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, but like the, yeah, of course. I just just mean, like, need even to, in the, the, the conference the, league the modern to add to that iteration. One. Well, I've got to thank you for a fantastic evening of Schadenfreude. I've not <laughs> needed it after some pretty, a, poor, a, a couple of terrible seasons for Man United over the last seven years. Um, hot take, Arsenal come above Man U yeah. this season. It's not really a hot take. Oh, I think it's probably relatively hot take. No, nah, probably not. <laughs> no, it's not a hot take at all. It's just true. Anyways, with that note. <laughs> On that note, maybe. All right, Colin, do you have anything else you want to add to the Champions League final of 2006 before we put it in the dustbin of history? No, I can just say I was glad I wasn't an Arsenal fan at the time. I think I wouldn't have taken it well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad to have finally seen it. Do you think you would have cried? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Do you have any crying sporty moments? Uh, plenty that I've played in. Um, I think my probably my most embarrassing one was when I was playing cricket and I tried to sweep a shot and it hit me on the ball hit me on the knee. My bat flew out of my hand, hit my own stumps. <laughs> I couldn't walk and I started crying. Ten out of ten, snotty tears, crying. Was it a golden duck? Uh, no, but it. You know, it was more humiliating than that. Adults had to come and pick me up and take me off the ground. 10 out of 10 snotty crying, hysterical at this rate, going, it's not out, it's not out, because the bat wasn't in my hand. The bat wasn't in my hand. Is that true? No. I don't know know anything about cricket. Not true at all. (laughs) Uh, I think it might have been about, I think I might have been pubescent. Okay. Might have right. I might have been 13 or 14 there. Actually, I like this is a good note to end on. Yeah, on this beautiful note. On see, this image of... See, <laughs> Thierry Henry, it could have been worse. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hit yourself in the face of your cricket bat. All right. Thanks, everyone, and see you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah, thanks a lot. Podcast Network.